Diverse voices. Unique sound. Not the same old thing. Different, different. This is NOCO FM. Good evening, amigos. Welcome to another edition of Corbin vs. the World. I am your hero, Corbin David Albaugh, here to bring you the greatest tunes of yesterday, today, and tomorrow on this show on the second weekend of August 2019. We are injected with extra joy and optimism and the power of positivity today because this has been an objectively shit week. Can we agree? I was really hoping, really truly hoping that we really hit the low point of 2019 uh, when the Patriots won the Super Bowl again, or like the week when we all realized that the Game of Thrones finale was going to be a huge letdown. I really thought that those were going to be the low points, but apparently this is the nadir of 2019, and I truly hope that that is true. I am knocking on wood. You cannot hear it because otherwise the mic would pick it up and that would ruin everything, but Uh, I would like to think that this is the lowest point that we will hit this year. And rather than dwell on all of the uh, terrible, horrible, no good, very bad tragedies that have befallen our nation and our culture uh, this week, I feel like it's important for me to fulfill my role in our society and culture by playing super dope tunes and yelling at things that don't exist, because that is my brand. And just so all of you are aware, after I got done saying that, I spat out a gigantic loogie symbolizing all of the negativity of this week I expelled out of my body. Hey, it's producer Chris. Unfortunately, what Corbin just said is very, very true. And it was disgusting. I am the martyr by which all of our negativity will be expelled out of my phlegm. That is my religion. Please subscribe to my newsletter and my SoundCloud. Speaking of SoundCloud, speaking of tunes... I want to talk about the new Bon Iver album, which it didn't exactly leak. I guess it kind of leaked a week or two ago because apparently all of those like elite Internet hackers like I, I was misled. I thought that hackers would be like breaking into like China's mainframe and like reordering like the world economy or like changing the United States nuclear codes to like Tamagotchi or some shit. I didn't know that it was just like tech nerds were just going to like steal, you know, the new Lil Wayne album or the new Bonnie Vare album. But I guess that's what that's what happens in the 21st century. Thanks, Julian Assange. But a lot of uh, hackers got their hands on the new album. So uh, Mr. Justin Vernon did what was only sensible. He went ahead and he streamed the album early three weeks before its official release date. So if you want to go ahead and earn your Jesus points, you can wait a few more weeks to listen to it in its official capacity. And who knows, maybe he'll run a few more layers of auto tune on it. So it sounds even more like it came out of an angel's butthole. I don't know. That's just his thing. And that's generally how I feel about the new uh, Bonnie Vare album. And Uh, You might be wondering if sounds like it came out of an angel's butthole is a good thing or a bad thing, to which I say, yes, you are correct, because I still have absolutely no goddamn clue how I feel about this album. I listened to it at the perfect time. I was driving through a nice mountainous region. It was raining. I was enjoying some nice cheese uh, that I bought from Trader Joe's. I was wearing a nice Patagonia vest and my hiking boots, and that meant that it was time to listen to Bonnie Vare. And I did, and my beard grew even bigger, because as everyone knows, that's what happens when you listen to Bonnie Vare. It was a nice 69 degrees outside. Humidity was about 10%. Those were ideal Bonnie Vare listening conditions, I think. I found myself spiritually enraptured, but at the same time, I found myself asking, where are the tunes? Where are the hooks? Where are the, you know, where are the big cathartic moments? Because we're used to, like, the meandering, like, ooh, shit that Bonnie Vare does, like, every now and again. But there's a lot of, like, wandering Kenny G saxophone going on on this album that, like, maybe I'm just not, like, under the right like combination of drugs listening to it yet where it's not really registering but at the moment 
it kind of the album overall sounds like music that would play at Avon Mar in heaven. I think that's like that's my immediate hot take off of it. But knowing how I how I, you know, age on albums like in a month's time, I could totally be eating my own shit and say that this is the greatest album I've ever heard in my entire life. And I've never been more wrong in my life about anything except for that time that I supported Beto O'Rourke. I've been wrong about shit. Okay, it happens. So I might feel a little bit differently about the new Bonnie Vare album as things progress, as I mature. It might age like a fine wine. It might age like 2% milk on an 80-degree day. I don't know. That's that's chemistry. That's life. C'est la vie. I think that's a Bonnie Vare song title. I could be wrong, but it's probably spelled with like, you know, three asterisks and, a, and an ampersand. And I don't know what he's doing with his fonts. Anyway, I'm going off on a bit of a tangent. The album's fine. It's good. It's a good album. It's not up to, you know, the the caliber of the previous three. But immediate gut check, Corbin gives it a great 7.5 out of 23 if we're doing totally arbitrary shit like that. Uh, but anyway, I'm, I'm, I'm done babbling about, you know, high-pitched auto-tune angel butthole stuff. So now is the time for tunes, real tunes. This is Inspired and the Sleep Getting Through.
Welcome back to Corbin versus the World. You just got done hearing Getting Through by Inspired and The Sleep, followed up by Blood Cultures and their new song, Best For You. And finally, we had Power Struggle, S-T-R-U-G-G-L-E, super earwormy song by Hani El-Khatib and Deluxe. And now that I have you all gathered back here, my lovely listeners, I must ask you a question. We are going to solve this all together. How do we make environmentalism more sexy and more manly that is the challenge of the 21st century a study was published uh in newsweek this past week saying that heterosexual men are less likely to use reusable grocery bags and other pro-environment behaviors because they don't want to be perceived as gay and as we all know there's nothing gayer than saving the environment my favorite episode of queer eye for the straight guy is when the boys all go out into the california wilderness and they all drink a lot of wine and clean up trash for two hours and they're just such bitches to each other and it's so good and that's my favorite queer eye episode but seriously is toxic masculinity that fucked in our country that we've got people that are actually like there that are like nah plastics for pussies nah and that's like and that's a thing that people actually like that's that's a, an opinion that people have it it blows my mind but then again i'm from the midwest so you know i am i am fairly familiar uh w- with this mindset and uh the thing that i love the most about the article though in, in the newsweek article is that the conclusion that it draws is that rather than, you know, that population of heterosexual men just getting over that silly shit, instead, the conclusion drawn was that we need to accommodate. We need to accommodate these impulses. We need to make environmentalism more appealing to that strong, testosterone, powerful, super, super insane nature. And rather than shit on this principle, I say, okay, if that's the subject, if that's what we're trying to figure out, then how do we get these macho men on the environmentalism train? And the answer is obvious. It is time, and I've said this on the show before, and I'm going to bring this back out because it is my favorite, favorite trumpet to play. We need a new Captain Planet movie. It is time. Superheroes are huge. The Rock is huge. Get The Rock or Vin Diesel or Jason Statham or one of those like big super testosterone walking boner actors to be Captain Planet and they can embody all of those amazing ideals in the first like 15 minutes. You can have like all the like all the teenagers or whatever and they're like where's captain planet because i think that's how all of the episodes go they go where's captain planet he's not around global warming's about to take over the world because that's how that works and then captain planet appears and he's just wearing like a bathrobe like like sean connery in in the james bond movies and he's like sorry i was having sex with like 50 women in bombay that's why i couldn't make it and then he like vanishes in like an suv but it's a tesla so it can be pro environment but he's just such a big macho man and he's just having sex with everything and saving the world and then you have that masculine ideal 
that that you know those macho men can can aspire to and then they're going to be punching people to be first in line at, at the recycling drives or whatever it is that that people who care about the environment do at, at the recycling dance or whatever i don't know and if we're trying to think about like products and stuff to, to to you know enforce these ideas then then let me trot out an idea i had a long time ago tofu men tofu men they're tiny little humanoid creatures but they're made out of tofu but when you eat them you still feel like you're taking an innocent life and you can still fulfill that killer instinct that is necessary with the toxic masculinity so those are just a couple solutions that i would like to propose because i am all about building bridges and making connections and playing more dope tunes so here is more dope tunes this is and i swear to god i didn't just pick them because of the band name Okay, I kind of did. This is 45 Acid Babies and their song, Just In Rot. I'm not afraid of the water I 
Welcome back to Corbin versus the World. You just got done hearing some kooky and spooky tunes by 45 Acid Babies, favorite band name of the year so far, with their song Just in Rot, followed up by Vanishing Twin and their song Magician's Success. And finally, we had Ava Luna and her song Pigments. This weekend, NoCo FM is going to follow up on their heroic campaign to see every music festival in Colorado, or at the very least see two music festivals in Colorado. We saw UMS a couple weekends ago, and that was a great old time. And this weekend, we are going to be at Bohemian Nights at New West Fest in Fort Collins, which we are very excited about, this being our home field territory and all of that. There are going to be some bands that are going to be playing there that I did not get to see at UMS, which I'm very excited to hear. There was some sunburn that I didn't get at UMS that I'm very excited about getting at New West Fest as well. I think that Melanoma is like my fourth favorite part of going to music festivals, sweating through every article of clothing I've ever owned in history is my third favorite part. And arm wrestling old ladies for bottles of water is obviously my first. But I am really looking forward to New West Fest. And I'm also looking forward to uh, dunking on the hoity-toity atmosphere there just a little bit. If you will allow me, just for comparison, uh, when we got our press passes for the Underground Music Showcase, they were extremely, uh, I think the, the professional term is cool about everything. They let us go wherever we want, do whatever we want, you know, within reason. They gave us a whole coffee shop as like a staging area. We pretty much like manifest destinied our way into controlling like two blocks of Broadway. We were kind of like the Warriors. It was pretty cool. Uh, but with New West Fest, they've been a little bit more strict. I feel like that has something to do with them putting on this festival for like 500 years or something. It's like some weird midsummer ritual. Uh, so there's a lot of strong traditions that go into it. One of them apparently is that you cannot under any circumstance use their logo in social media for social media reasons because we made the big ass rookie Bush League dumb shit mistake of putting the Bohemian Nights or New West Fest logo or what I don't do social media I don't fucking care but we put that up we put their logo up on one of our NoCo FM social media posts and we got a nice call from somebody over at Bohemian Nights this nice old lady who I'm assuming is moonlighting from her normal gig of working at the same library where she's worked for a hundred years and she informed us very nicely that we cannot do that under the penalty of copyright death or something of some such language and uh, I, I understand that some of this might come off as sour grapes and I don't care because that that's stupid. Are you shitting me? Like it's on Instagram. It's free. Like it's not like anyone is going to like wander some stupid like time displaced caveman is going to come unfrozen from time and look at Instagram and be like, oh, shit, NoCo FM is producing Bohemian Nights. Good for them. They've really come up in the world. I feel like, you know, it's just it's one of those stupid like decisions based on principled things that I just like knee jerk hate. And I being an extension of NoCo FM feel like I've been poked and I don't like to be poked. And especially when I'm going into a crowded area where there's alcohol and a lot of people and a video camera and a microphone and a press pass, I might become an entertainment terrorist of some kind. And that's not a great thing to say, but it is the truth. And if I am stopped and my media pass is shredded and they put a potato sack over my head and they leave me on some mud farm in Greeley, then I totally understand. I totally earned that. I get it. But I guess the point is that's dumb. Don't do that. Don't, don't, don't reach out over stupid copyright shit. I don't know. We're, we're not worth quelching. We're trying to help you. We're trying to let people know that there's a that there's a wonderful music festival where there's a bunch of great bands and there's going to be a bunch of great food and great people and all that shit. And there's no reason to to grind that free advertising under your boot for dumb reasons. So that's my soapbox for the time being. And that aside, I think it's going to be a great old time. We're going to be interviewing bands uh, that will be there and other people that will be there. I'm probably going to gain like 20 pounds or lose 20 pounds. That's usually what happens at music festivals. So it'll be great. You'll learn all about it next week. Anyway, here's more tunes. Right. I joke all the time with a penis. 
Welcome back to Corbin versus the World, brought to you by Bonnie Vare Boots, the only boots to wear when you listen to Bonnie Vare from the same people that brought you Tofu Men and Cheese Watch. Cheese Watch, you ever hungry and you want to know what time it is? Cheese Watch. You just got done hearing Tusk Vegas by Screaming Peaches, followed up by Disco Punk and their song Lila Poshke. I think that's how you pronounce it. If not, then uh, I'm sorry. And finally, we have Not Human by Elegant Slims. So we are just wrapping up this episode of Corbin versus the world. And I thought to end it with a new song by the group Battles, which is one of my favorite underrated groups from the 2000s. Battles makes carnival music made by math rock nerds, and it is tremendous. Their album Mirrored is one of the most underrated albums of the 2000s, in my humble opinion. And although they have lost two band members over the last decade, they are still going strong. They have a new song out with Sal Principato of Liquid Liquid, for you post-punk 80s nerds out there doing some screaming, jabbering Donnie from the Wild Thornberry's vocals on there. That song is called Titanium Two-Step, and we are going to end with some songs in that vein. I've also been on a big B-52s kick for a while, because I don't know why. I just wish that everyone would talk in Fred Schneider's voice, I think. That's, that's my main thing. But I've got a few lovely songs lined up that I would love all of you to listen to. Be sure to check out our NOCO FM Instagram page, my Instagram page, at Corbin versus the World, and all of the other lovely, lovely shows that are on the NOCO FM network. Also, stay tuned to the station over the weekend, bringing you new Westfest coverage and our ongoing content from the Underground Music Showcase. We're going to be having a lot of fun new content from local Colorado musicians and artists. I'm very excited about rolling all of that out onto the main stream oh so very soon but i am done jibber jabbering i'm gonna let the tunes speak for themselves my name is corbin david albaugh this is battles and their song titanium two-step have an excellent weekend appreciate you
you go down to Athens, GA, and you're driving in your car, you won't get very far before you hear people shout now! This has been a production of NOCO FM.